I wanna know what's poppin'. I wanna know what's hip. I wanna know what's on the rise. I wanna know what's lit. You're in luck then. Ali's gonna tell you what is crack a lackin'. Aaron's gonna tell you what is thumpin'. Cause we're living in a trap, so much crap can happen. Somebody's gotta get you up on something. I wanna know, I wanna know right now. I wanna know, I wanna know. Yeah, I wish. I wanna know. What should, what should I get up on? Hey, sit down, you should get up on this. I wanna know, I wanna know right now. I wanna know, I wanna know. Yeah, I wish. I wanna know. What should, what should I get up on? Hey, sit down, you should get up on this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Get Up On This. I am one of your hosts tonight. My name is Fresh Poetic. You might know me as Derek Lipkin, the murderer of Jensen Carp. You know what it is. I'm going to throw it over to my man in New York City. Haas, tell him who you are. I'm Haas. You know me in the disco or around the world as Haas. Uh, we're here to bring you Get Up On This because I feel we feel left out. You know we do. We I, I think one thing we wanted to uh, we wanted to do with this one we want to have fun because we love the show. And uh, and when when did you start listening, Haas? How how long have you been a, a get up on participant? I mean, every time I've ever called in, uh, and I keep saying first time, long time. Is, <laughs> I, I think is the my own personal bit, but I've been listening to Jensen when he was uh, first started with Samad the Smod Castle and that whole right. when Kevin Smith started that. And I, I was like, this dude knows it's popping. So let's I, I got to follow up, follow with him on his journey as he created the uh, get up on this podcast. So, yes. Yeah. I, I, you know, of course I go way back with Jensen. Oh yeah. He, yeah. We're, you... we're tight. We're, we, <laughs> we, we have a history that, that no other pop artist and fan have ever, have ever experienced. So I don't need to bore you all with the details, but I, I, I just, I think there's a de- devoted group of listeners. We're, we're on the discord, the Bunheads discord oh, yeah, started, sure. started by our friend primal scream down in Australia. And, uh, I am currently Big one of the mods on there. Yeah. Primal scream shout out to him. And he, you know, we have our community and we just, we love the format. We love the pod. We love Jensen and Maddie. Uh, mm-hmm. and you know, the new pod is great. It's got some some charms, and it's just a different show, though. And part for of us sure, wanted sure. to, we just wanted to recreate some of the magic. At least the, you know, have our shot. See see what we would say if we we had the chance to take over the show, and maybe we will one day. Or, I was just gonna say, or we will take over the show. Yeah, I I, I think actually we should forcibly take over the show. This is I should, also think yeah I yeah, think we should just the, just get in there <laughs> and just get our hands dirty and just say hey. You know, you take a lot of days off. We're always on, baby. We're always we, on. We we know people who could probably jack the RSS feed. So we could just we just start feeding <laughs> our our stuff in through Earwolf. We'll still give Earwolf all the uh, all the ad time. I mean, yeah, they're making yeah. tons of money off that ad yeah. time. I I just want my ten dollars per episode. That's all. That's all I need. <laughs> hey, all right, anyway. the, anything anything to fuel my sneaker addiction that I have. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, anyway, just to make sure everybody's on the same page with us, we've been talking about this pod as though everybody knows what it is, but you might not know what it is. This is a podcast where we get you up on the newest, latest uh, things bubbling up through the cracks that are going to be huge and you need to know about it. We have 2020 cultural vision, as we like to say on the show. Oh, and yeah. uh, we, in order to do this, to show you what's new, we'd like to bring somebody in from the outside world, from from the world of 
music sometimes or technology or gaming. And this time we have... Don't forget comedian. No, don't forget comedians. <laughs> this time we have one of the four horsemen. One of the storied most... Uh, you know, the, the it, hanging in the rafters are so many championship banners for this man in the get yep. up on this arena. Let's give a big shout out to our friend, Will Giovanni. Will Giovanni. Willie G. Hey, what's Woo-hoo. going on, fellas? It's How you me. doing? I'm doing all right, man. How about yourselves? I'm doing well. This is it's so lovely to have you here, and it's so lovely to to really talk with you. Yeah. For man. for an extended bit here. Hey, man, it's a good time. I mean, I'm this is my guest world. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and for so, sure. If you if you don't know Will already, Will of course is uh, one of the progenitors uh, and primary figures in Beef Season, one of the most important eras of the Get Up on This Show. Uh, laid down quite. I, I I mean, I'm not here to take sides, but I I, I just think you can say I I'm taking sides. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm taking sides. You know, I'm taking sides. I've been from day one. From day one, I said I'm with Willie G all the way from the jump. You know, I, I mean, he really bloody shoes. You know what it is. Yeah, for sure, it, for sure. It was really, and it was really. I think also just to, and we could talk a little bit about your history at the Podwell. It really was one of those watershed moments of this show where you got a sense of wow, like this is this is something. It really is. They talked about being the kings of organic bits. Like this was one of those moments, and you you were really part of that. What, what was it like? when you were making the music, like, did you feel like it was a cool moment or was it just like you were having fun doing whatever? Oh no, I was trying to catch a fade actively. Like I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's rap at me. Nah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's, where I was it, it, it was so good. Yeah, I, I think the way that everybody jumped in and then of course T.Y. I think yeah. T.Y. actually, in in my mind, him going after Joe Berkowitz was just yeah. beyond. <laughs> that was just, <laughs> I mean, Perfect yeah. Extension of the bit. Uh, anyway, but Will, you're you're in Pittsburgh, is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Eastern Standard Time was popping. Yeah, and oh, where where, we where did here. you come in on the on the get up on this train? Like, were you, were you a listener day one or? Oh uh, yeah, I was day one. Uh, I was uh what? I mean, I knew of Hot Carl. I can't say I was a huge fan. I was aware though. I knew he happened, and then uh, right. I found out about Jensen mm-hmm. later, and was like, oh, that's the same dude around the time that he had a different podcast. But then. Whenever he rolled over to to uh, get up on, I was there from day one. Oh. That is fantastic. Yes, yes. Nice. I've always I've always wanted to know uh, what are your rap influences because I mean in the Discord you've got me up on Griselda, so I'm always been like yeah. right now I'm like okay then he's probably into he's into like oh I'm a, I'm a straight rob and kill you type of dudes but then I'm like when 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 I listen to your tracks I don't get that I get like he's more laid back <laughs> like we're trying to. You're just trying to vibe out, like you make music to vibe to, for sure. Oh, for sure, it's different. Uh, di- a lot of different things, man. From like back in the back of the day when it's just soul and whatnot, growing up and whatnot. That's pretty much what it was into. And then I was pretty much like, I guess, a second generation hip hop head. My dad kind of got into it, but then I kind of ran with that off of like the '80s joints from like Cool Mo D. Rockin' was my favorite mm-hmm. rapper when I was like a little little kid. Then when I was growing up, Nas was my god. Then you get into Jay and whatnot. And um, I mean, I don't know. We was in a project, so you get into the flashy era things too, like around when when Cash Money oh, popped yeah. off and Bad Boy towards uh-huh. the end of that era. And then you see No Limit. That was like crazy. Over, like, yeah, and getting closer into the South yeah. and everything, and having fan from the South and whatnot. You kind of pick up on all the influences. You know what I mean? So 
I might mm-hmm. listen to Griselda, and I don't know, I don't, I don't channel that kind of, you know, that chamber or whatnot. But it's in there. We got it. Was Pittsburgh? Was was there anybody coming out of Pittsburgh that really also kind of shaped your style, or or was was there much of a scene there that you got to get into? I mean, I can't. Vinny Paz, yeah, big Vinny Paz fan. Peace to Vinny Paz. <laughs> I don't know much about Vinny Paz, but peace to him. You know the name. I mean, uh, Wiz was always popping, like since we were like teens and whatnot. Right. But he wasn't. I wouldn't say he was an influence per se. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. to Mac Miller. He was always really dope around Berg and whatnot as well. Uh, R.I.P. to Jimmy Wapo because he was a young dude who was bubbling and whatnot, doing his thing. But I mean, honestly, you might you might get a couple guys every four or five years from the Berg that do something. I know Hardo was running with T.I. for a little bit, and then he went to jail. And, yeah. But, you know, it's, little, it's, it's hit or miss. Not too many guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, very good. Uh, sorry, Hasta, did I t- did I cut you off there? Yeah. You're about to cut me off, man. <laughs> so the, the main question that I think we need to start asking everybody that comes on this podcast, Illmatic, greatest album of all time, <laughs> or is it bullshit? Who said it was the greatest album of all time, though? <laughs> I think I personally think it's the greatest album of all time. Really? Like to me, to there, me, there you go. That's what to me, I think it is. Nas is my I'll, favorite I'll, rapper. I will, that's a. I still ask Nas why. is my favorite rapper, and I think I think that album birthed a lot of just originality, creativity for and like and just skill overall for everybody else to step up because before that it was in that transition period where everybody was just like oh i'm gonna just do my this is uh, uh, take it back to the back and then now he's like <laughs> I, i'm actually putting like <laughs> lyrical I mean, lyrical raps to that, it cool like, g rap didn't exist at the same time and before though i mean no but you know I, mean? I also think i also think cool g rap didn't have as much of a push that that nas had when he put out that album like True. when you have a DJ Premier pushing beat, like he basically did that whole album with him. Like that was just like pivotal, and I think like people don't. I mean, I, I think I think some people who take some people who we won't name on this Discord or on the Discord, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> they, they take liberties as to like, um, well, I think rap sounded better this way, or rap should sound this way. But then it's like I feel like you should look at what creates these fractures into the genre and that birthed these new uh, sounds that we're hearing. Can I pose a counter? Go ahead. I think that Little B is the greatest rapper of all time then. Oh my God. I mean, look at where we are. It's bass guy. End the, end the podcast. Bam, 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 end bam. it. Well, premiere take. <laughs> now it's number two, bass guy number one. If that's- oh my god! Only because he's able to put hex on players and make them lose. <laughs> he, he got a style that all the young youngs is rolling with, all the little guys, and they said, "Listen to some old little beat." It used to sound ridiculous. Now it just makes sense. I'm telling you. I mean, uh, I, I just want to. Little B is one of the dudes that I've always decided to just be like, "I'll let y'all have him, and and I'll just avoid it so that I don't have an opinion on him." Damn, he, he's the only one who like literally body Joe Button. But anybody can body Joe Button. His mom, <laughs> his mom bodied him. You mean like gave him birth? Like what? Is, I don't even know what that means. You don't. You've never seen that episode where he he of uh, what is it? Uh, Love and Hip Hop. I think that's what it's called. Whatever it's called. You know what the show is called. He's like, I don't know what, what the show is everybody called. Everybody knows what and Love I and Hip Hop is called. At least. <laughs> 
<laughs> so there's a ne- no, I'm not. So there's one episode where uh, homeboy goes up to his mom to tell him that that she rela- he relapsed and like you just see him before he even talks to her. He, he just she just gives him the mm, what are you gonna tell me? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I can't. Oh, I went back, and I was just though, like, man. Yo, That's come moms. on, man. But I'm just telling, I'm telling you, anybody can body Joe Buttons. You can body Joe Buttons. You want to make bring him into beef season two? Man, I'm so excited to, to bring Joe Button into this to, to to make him a pivotal enemy. I've tried to be in the get up on the floor, and, and Jensen didn't bite. So here we are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that would have been uh, quite the coup if we if we had a Jensen beef season song. I tried to. Play I mean, that Chicago, would have been. Man. I mean, because like. Yeah, I mean, I think he he could have. I, I mean, I don't know. I, to be honest, it, like now that you're making me think about it, I think Jensen could body you. Oh, you're crazy! Don't don't make me. Think <laughs> I'm that. serious. I am serious. I think Jensen could body you. This, this this dude used to. Have you ever decided in your life? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna lay magazines on the floor and start and make a diss for each person that's in that magazine. Let me tell you, that does not make you good. I mean, if he's doing that for hours and hours on end, you can cut out all the the pictures of all of your favorite basketball players and look at them, but it's not going to make you a good basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the idea of a, a vision board that yeah, that is just that was. the way. <laughs> Jason has a vision board. He's a, he's a visionary. He's a pioneer. <laughs> but like, man, he, he would get. He would I mean, get I agree with that. But like, he, I never got to listen to his how he ended up with his million dollar deal. Like I never got to listen to any of those battles, but like I still think it's not Scrubs calling in for that for him to win those. What is it? Sixty three weeks or whatever? Ninety three. Sixty four. Sixty four weeks. There the you Goldberg go. We have our, our the Goldberg streak until <laughs> one hundred sixty five weeks. <laughs> you gonna oh, you gonna man. be his uh, William Regal? <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> Expose right, well, that man. I already cut I this is out of songs for him. So at the uh, at oh, Derek's request, he he's talked me out of things. So peace, God. What? What? Now there's an underline into this. Oh my God! I didn't even there's, know. There's that a lot cut. of backroom dealing. I'm just saying. What? It was in the public too. No, that's crazy. That's crazy. But peace. Well, I think this. This is the perfect opportunity. Now we're talking back about Jensen. So, uh, of course, talking about the uh, the podcast. And we we want to get into the format. And the first part of the format is, Will, were you up on things or were you late on things when you were growing up? When, when you're in Chicago, when you're in the Berg. Or, I'm sorry. Wow. I was about to say, <laughs> we just wow. went to Chicago. <laughs> when you were in Chi-Town, when you grew terrible. up with, with Chief Keith. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when, you know, it's funny. I, I think... I, I, my mind went to the Berg, and for some reason I thought of the Shy, and then of course that translates to Shy Town. But yes, when you're in Pittsburgh, growing up, were you up on things early? I mean, you kind of had to be around the area. I was uh, from about like 70 miles away, so it wasn't exactly the Berg, but yeah, you had to be up on things, or you're going to be a scrub, and you can't really survive like that. So being around the folks I was around, and like the friends I had, and having the cool uncles and whatnot, yeah. they would always keep you up on certain things, so you you know, survive walking around and not getting bullied or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, it. And, and I was gonna, I was gonna ask who was it. So yeah. it, was, it was a lot of family and such. And and Haas, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say I had a weird question after that for some reason that brought to my mind. I uh, I thought I wanted to know because out here when I was younger, the the hot thing to have was the starter jackets 
that the pullover starter jackets. Oh yeah. And uh, I was wondering, like, did you have like a fashion item that was like everybody need to have have it when and like, did you get it? I think about that time I might have been in Jersey. I moved around a little bit, but yeah, we I definitely had that joint, the pullover devil's joint, the the Charlotte Hornets <laughs> joint was the Grail. I definitely remember all that. I had I only had like one though because we wasn't really popping like that. But yeah, I definitely had the devil's joint cracking. <laughs> yeah, I had the I had the, every me and everybody else had that Charlotte one. I had that Charlotte one. Okay, and yeah. then I I ripped that ripped that joint in half. I was like, I didn't even know who the Charlotte Hornets were. Oh man, see that was back <laughs> in Grandma my era. We was young. Ezra was wild. Larry Johnson was popping. <laughs> Zoe was out there getting it. Young Zoe. Yeah. What about what about you, Fresh? Yeah, Fresh. Did you have like a clothing West? item? Oh, you you mean in terms of my. Uh... Ability of my my ability growing up to get up on things early. Yeah, were you like, that? You and also, were you young? What was, yeah, what was going were you on? Well, I was in the hot car, also, of course. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, it's funny. I, you know, I grew up uh, as, you know, we're all peers, uh, relatively, I'd say. And so I think I really started to learn about things in the Napster era. And so that, I mean, of course, uh, that's where Hot Carl came from. I was a big Eminem fan, of course. So I, I, from there, I would just search for Eminem, which is how I found Hot Carl. And then I think from that, it just kind of spurred this, you know, looking for all manner of hip hop. And so, and, and so on music, I think I actually was ahead of the curve a little bit. Probably not so on like on fashion. I was, I was way behind. <laughs> I, was, I, <laughs> I was, I was still, oh man, uh, you know, the ill-fitting Hawaiian shirts that I would rock at high school. Oh wow! Just... Oh my god! <laughs> that was a real thing. Oh yeah! Oh my goodness! I Come you to Los Altos, I'll show you. <laughs> That's just something they write. That's not a real thing. <laughs> oh no! I, I, they saw me and they're like, "Oh wow! That, this no one will believe this if we write into a script. It's too ridiculous." Another pioneer. You're a visionary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was ahead of my time in, in that in that way. Um, but yeah, I, I think you know certainly in the Bay, uh, I was. I think I was privy to. I was at least on things, if not a little ahead of things. And certainly in the mm-hmm. in the tech space, you know, we we were ahead of things on the tech. And and I think I definitely, I knew about. I used to have a Palm Pilot. That was that was like my thing. I was uh, before anybody had a phone even. What were you doing with a Palm wow. Pilot? I was playing. Like, a lot how of, old were you? Like when I you was, had a Palm uh, Pilot. I was playing Drug Wars. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Respect. <laughs> oh, also, classy. also, uh, yeah, I would, I would uh, beam through the IR. My, uh, you know, with anybody else who had a Palm Pilot, we just, you know, exchange business cards, just like mm-hmm. trying to trying to get it popping that way. And then I was in the Palm Users Group, which was me and and about six other like fifty year old men, all sitting in a cafe in Palo Alto. Just talking about Palm Pilots. How old were you at this I'm time? So, I'm trying, yeah, how old are you? <laughs> this was high school, so I was like 14 to 16. This sounds and weird, I, like, like oh, Brian yeah, yeah. taking TJ Perkins to Mexico at 12 or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's absolutely, like, looking back on it, I'm like, how did my parents ever agree to just let me go to a cafe by myself with a bunch of older men? They must have trusted me. That's wild. Shout out to you. I mean, I had a Palm Pilot. I had a Palm Pilot that I found. I found oh. I found it in cause I, I found it in a hospital. Somebody just left it, and like I had it, and I did not know what I was doing with it. I was just like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And then it was popping, I was, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah, "This yeah. is super cool." And then I decided, like, I I used it for like two weeks, 
And then I think like the next like I think next tells came out or something like that. And I moved on to next tells and that was it. Oh, you came out. I was yeah. just like <laughs> Yeah. I was over here. Hey. <laughs> oh man, so good. Was, uh, oh, yeah, I do remember I, that. I thought I was... was big in the projects. Everyone had shirt. Oh yeah. That was the church, baby. I, I, I definitely had uh my sister had one. And I and I thought it was the coolest thing when she when she had it. Which it was, I think I, it was kind of lame in retrospect. It was like a walkie-talkie. Like we we had those as kids. Yeah. And we were like, oh, we got walkie-talkies again. Like it was, it's kind of corny, but shout us. The the one thing that I that would get me so upset, and I've told my friends all this. I was, I was just like, yo, like I, I'm 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 a notorious late person. Is that your rap name, right. notorious late person? <laughs> notorious. <laughs> and uh, the. I would go to class and then I'd be late to class, but then they would purposely chirp me. Nice. And, and so that it, as soon as I'm walking in, I just hear, yo, what's good? <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> That's good. No, now, now nobody has their ringtone on. It's uh, you, you could never get away with that. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I'm always silent. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, you maybe get the vibrate. I missed like five house messages because I was like, "Oh snap, my bad." <laughs> <laughs> I have I have the disco uh, muted, so I'm just like, I was oh, just yeah. like, "Oh, I hope these dudes didn't hit me up." And then I see, and I'm like, "Will's like, did I miss anything?" And I was like, "Nope." <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I just finished home. eating. Like, yo, I'm a minute late. What's going on? He was like, oh, "I just got home." I'm like, "All right, bet I'm gonna be like five minutes late then." <laughs> No. I love it. Um, All right. Well, because oh, uh, nobody's oh, going to ask me. Nobody, nobody's going to ask me if, oh, I, yeah. if, if well, I was up on tell things. Tell us. Yeah. Well, so, what, was your, what was your experience as a young person coming up on, on things? I, was, I had the Jensen treatment. I was so far up on things that oh. when I would tell people about things, they would be like, no, you're, you're bugging, man. Or like, like, I was like black sheep in terms of music or like clothing or something like that. Like stuff I would wear. That people would start wearing it like two, three years after, or like stuff I was listening to too. People would be like, "Yo, you've heard this?" I was like, "Yeah, I told you about this like three weeks ago." So that like, good. I've I'm always been like this digger for everything, and I just try to find things um, uh, before people are just like up on it or like I'm big on, especially with comedy now. I'm like big on trying to find who's like gonna be the new next big thing or seeing when they're in their infant stages and seeing them progress i don't mm-hmm. know i feel like will you're like that with wrestlers um For sure. where you're just like looking at at them at a younger age and you're just like oh i saw this dude and when he was growing up you know so yeah, it's, it's just, just like i feel like yeah it's dope like you 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 grow with what it, with the thing that you're interested into or the person or the the item or whatever and i and i feel like you gain a bigger appreciation for it if you do something like that i don't know that's me that's dope <laughs> that's dope yeah yeah absolutely well I, I i think that's certainly evidence on on the disco and the hip-hop uh, i i'm often commenting on something and you're like yo i i shared that a week ago why didn't you say <laughs> why didn't you get the link I love I love when you mention something and like when, when we did what you did with Little Brother and I was just like yo I haven't listened listened to Little Brother in like ten years and then you brought yeah. me back and I just couldn't could not stop listening to them. Oh like, my god, you got you get down the <laughs> Little Brother K hole. Shout out to Fonz. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. But not Big Poo. Not Big Poo. He's lame. <laughs> no, we love Big Poo. You got a shot, Big Poo. <laughs> knife wonder, but knife, That's a but reference to injury reserve here. lyric. Knife, is a, uh, knife changed the way I used to make beats back in the day. Knife and Kanye and Just, that era was crazy. Oh yeah, did you end up? Did you end up going heavy samples on your? Everything beats? was a sped up soul sample, and everything was just a choppy. Yeah, oh yeah, early aughts, that was the whole wave. That old Dipset era, that like the the whole rock era. Yeah, all of uh-huh. that. Oh man, I used to be that one dude. I don't know if you like in New York. You you growing up in New York when there's a a specific borough claiming rapper, like you have to be like, if you're from that borough, you have to rep them. But I've always grew up in Queens, so I've I, I that's why I rep Nas so hard. <laughs> Even though some songs are kind of like, uh, like, but like when Cameron and Dipset started getting hot again, uh, when he like came out again, I would say that's what he did. But uh, yeah, everybody's been like everybody from Harlem in my high school was like, "Yo, you listen to that new Cam? Yo, this new song's crazy! Oh my God, the beats are crazy!" I'm like. It's all right, man. He's rapping Looney, Looney Google, Gooey Google. I'm oh, like, it's man. not that great, man. Take it easy. <laughs> That's for me as I stare at my dipset. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, Now we got off on a tangent. Uh, we should definitely, <laughs> we should definitely take a break. Move on like it's nothing. <laughs> You gotta sit and think, all right? You, you have, you're, you're gonna have to do penance think. after this. He had the whole New York wear oh, pink. Boy. <laughs> that was for you, Huss. Pink was for was you. For me. You were probably wearing pink like ten years before that, like you said. I did. There you go. Because I, I really before that, I I was really looking at the um the, the CSBs and no and people were like pink. What? Why? And I was just like, that's your real. This is fire. That's your real. <laughs> you could have been the guy. You could have been a Pink Panther. <laughs> I'll be. I'll, I'll make it come back. I'll make it come back. I'll make Cameron come back. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's always do. ahead of the, the curve here, so we, he's, he's going to bring it back. There we go. I'm bringing it back. Uh, All right. So, so should we uh, should we take a break? Yeah, and we should we'll take come a break. Back? We'll take a break. We'll we'll we'll, hit, we'll hook you up with a, a new song from Ty. Yes. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to play it right now. Stay tuned. Get up on this. Going once, going twice. I would like to meet you. Line them up, smile, and greet you to say. Hey, yo, trust. I can make it rain in my city. No rust. They tell me what a shame. Like, I really give a fuck. I'm the opposite of saying, yeah, I'm silly, really nuts. Thought the chain, chain, run the white train, eat my dust. I'm going to do the same, same, like I did, like I does. Still, they wonder why my name got a buzz. Falling through the drywall, they call me Mr. Kool-Aid Oh yeah Like bitch, I'm juicy, fuck what you made So diabetics, you can get it It's science, Dianetics mixed with hieroglyphs and extra credit Check it, I guess the writing's on the wall The illest with the syllable, I guess I have to kill them all for one low price, I would like to meet you Just to look you in the eyes, bye bye Felicia Look alive, most you motherfuckers die to feature I would light them up, smile and greet ya To meet you live Welcome back to Get Up On This, guys. This is a podcast where we get you up on things that you that we think are on the cuffs of pop culture. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm here. Uh, well, we're still here, if you're still listening, uh, with Willie Jilly, w- William Giovanni. Willie Jilly in the uh, building. Willie Jilly. <laughs> <Willy> Jilly. <laughs> that was, wait, has anybody ever called you that, Well, Never. That's my future like couple's name. I got to meet a Jill. Willie Jilly. <laughs> William Giovanni and Jillian Jacobs. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that, that's the mixtape I've been waiting on. That's the streets have been waiting on that. <laughs> You've been waiting to block that mixtape. <laughs> it's got it's got a uh, rugged David Duchovny dish. And this is a little oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. So well, well uh, very good. So sorry. Oh, I, I was just going to say uh, we have two picks for Haas, yeah. two picks for Will, one pick from myself. Not because I'm one half of man, one, but no, nah, you are one half of man. It's all right. <laughs> we saw the, we saw no. the dog licking your face video. Uh, yes. No. Actually, it's because I have half a man. I have Jensen's torso in my in my backyard. So there we go. <laughs> there you <we> go. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Haas, you want to kick us off? Yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, my first picks is going to be a person that raps in a different language. Uh, I've been really big on listening to Brazilian music as of late, and. I've recently found this up and coming. Nah, I would say she's pretty hot right now. Uh, rapper named Carol Conca. Uh, you spell it with a K. It's K A R O L mm-hmm. and space C O N K A. Um, I would like everybody to listen to this song called Lala. Lala. Let's let, la, let me. Let, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull it up so we can listen to it here. Yeah. Oh, and there's reaction videos. No, watch the reaction. Videos. We gotta <laughs> react ourselves. But this song uh, is. It's got seven million views, but that's all Brazilian views. So let's get it. Let's get this yeah. up more. Let's get the get so, up so bump this on this is, one. What 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 genre would you would you say? You said she's a rapper. This is hip hop. Yeah, she's this is this is a rapper, but it's okay. it's Brazilian rap, so it's gonna sound. Um, a little bit poppy, in my opinion, but it's great, great appeal. I, I love that when I when I go to play it on YouTube, I get this video may be inappropriate for some users. I understand. I wish to proceed. <laughs> What's about that? Happen? What are we? I I really I'm so excited There's to see reaction what, what videos. This is about. We got this disclaimer. <laughs> this is getting intense. I, I, maybe we should turn back, guys. Nope. <laughs> I trust us. All right, we're we're going ahead. Here we go. So. Oh, you know, I should I should try to do the drop like they do on the on the radio. You guys oh, yeah, get up on right. this, and you're listening here. Carol Conker, here. Haas's pick. Get up on this. La la la. Moleque mimado bolado que agora chora. Só porque eu mandei a joelhar fazer um lalá por várias horas. Ele disse por aí que era o tal pegar geral e apavora. Seduzi para conferir e percebi que era da boca para fora. É. Dá pra perceber, nesses tem vários Falam demais, finge que faz Chega a ser hilário Mal sabe a diferença de um clitóris Pra um ovário Dedilham ao contrário Egoístas criando um orgasmo imaginário Pouco importa pra ele Se você também tá satisfeita Esses caras ainda não aprenderam Que 10 minutos é desfeita Meia bomba que tomba Não aguenta o molejo da lomba Se desmonta, tem medo E no final só me desaponta 
Já fico arrependida, seca, desacreditada e fria Desse jeito desanima, quero ser bem atendida O que me anima é habilidade na lambida Malícia, muita saliva, enquanto eu queimo uma sativa Inacreditável, eles ficam sem ação Quando a gente sabe o que quer e já mete a pressão Tem que saber fazer senão gera contradição Direitos de prazer iguais, mas compreensão Isso daqui não tá de enfeite, dá um jeito se ajeite Sem ser fake, então vai se deite, se eu quero respeite O clima deixa de ser quente, confundiu minha mente Falam demais quando chega na hora, ação não é equivalente Nem vem, sou apenas mais uma com experiência sabe quem tem? Vejo vários convencidos achando que no final mandou bem Minhas amigas concordam também Vocês podem ir mais além Sem dedicação, espantam um aré Convenci, encostem os lábios na flor Quebra esse tabu, isso não é nenhum favor É o que me anima é habilidade na lambida Malícia, muita saliva enquanto eu queimo uma sativa That was Lala by Carol Conca here on Get Up On This. An amazing, yeah, guys. Uh, wow, that, that was something. That was dope. <laughs> yeah, um, the, the video, if, if you all are, are, are listening, you should check out the video. It's, uh, as we mentioned, you're going to get a, a warning before you watch. actually watch it. <laughs> yeah, don't watch but, uh, it. Not safe for work. Definitely not safe for work. Uh uh, and because I don't know how many Brazilian listeners we have, uh, this song's about guys who think they can eat the box, but they really can't. So this song is <laughs> like she has bars in this song. And it's literally just like telling you like how you do it correctly and then how dudes think that they do it. And then that's why the visions and the, the visionary piece to it makes it just like an overall just... It's it's a banger too because that that bass is dope. So that would that would go in the club. It's a dope I, I song. Like that. <laughs> Even if you don't know the words, I was like, oh, this is this is translating, and then the visual <laughs> helps a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that would be. Yeah, I can imagine going to. You, you ever go to those uh, clubs where they play the music video along with the music? And they kind of splice oh, yeah, those yeah, yeah. together. Like that would be a perfect visual while you're just you know grinding. Do people still grind? All right, fresh. Are people still fresh grinding out, out here grinding? <laughs> I mean, I, I like to grind. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm gonna be straight up. Get the consensual grind, y'all. <laughs> he doesn't just he does. Fresh doesn't just hits the hit the pins. He's grinding those balls. Yeah. No, it's, 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 oh yeah, I grind the pins. <laughs> I, I give it a little love. No, that's great. And so, um, like you mentioned, so seven and a half million views, but that's uh, you know for Brazil, that's probably like a, a drop in the bucket in terms of yeah people listening. And and has she like? Do you know if she's going to do collaborations with any American artists? Like, is she going to cross over? 
Uh, it's not it? that I know of, but I don't. I mean, I don't see. I don't. I don't see her music as something like that. Like they yeah. usually when, like you know, because with like Despacito, they had that one dude from that he. They have a, a like a, they, it. Let me explain it. So like the way hip hop and and pop music works over there is like you need to be it's literally just how mainstream music is now where it's like not now like back in back in the 2000s where it's all just ass shaking music so now they're in this phase where uh there's people that are talking about what's going on in brazil in their music and those people are getting zero notice but um it's it's like a group it's like a, a cult following of like we need to get this message out because brazil is really like going through tough times and we need to get right. like start pushing it out so people are getting behind that but then you also have the the, the majority of people that make uh funky music is what they call it and it's all just okay. like uh people uh artists making music that just is just like a, a good beat to dance to that sounds very samba ish and then um and it's just the content is just like move your ass, shake your ass. So like, uh, sounds very familiar. The, the people, people, yeah, for real. <laughs> but people like Carol, who does other, like she has another song. Um, I'll tell you right now. There's another song that is literally about, uh, like the transformation. Uh, let's see, Vogue do Ghetto, which is like how because she grew up in the ghetto, so it's just like the the Vogue movement how it's affecting the ghetto right now and how people are like letting themselves be themselves in what's going on. Um, but what movement so, did you say? What the Vogue movement? Vogue, Vogue, man. Vogue's getting Vogue. out there now. Vogue. Yeah. Vogue man. So it's just oh. like, it's just like a, a conscious effort of trying to get more people to know what's going on. Cause like, like it, it my family, like when I, when my mom tells me like what's going on or it's pretty crazy because uh like when fifa came in to do the stadiums and stuff like that like they just started pushing people out like all the poor people just started getting pushed out so oh wow i mean like they're trying people are trying to fix it yeah it's crazy out there so you know no and Uh, and also there's just just dudes are terrible at cunnilingus like that that is just a huge issue it's not making that's not helping you gotta educate that's not helping (laughs) <laughs> i love it well that was carol conca lala great first pick haas uh will giovanni willie jilly willie jilly hit us willie jilly. With, that, with that first pick of the pod all right now i have two modes pretty much rap and wrestling now you two pick which one do we go first the rap pick or the wrestling pick I'll, I'll defer to Haas. I'll, I'll, Haas, you Let's choose. Let's go wrestling pick. All right, we're going with the wrestling pick, and I'm going to go the long way for this. Now, my pick is Ayumi Nakamura. Now, oh. Ayumi Nakamura. Oh, yes. Hello. Is she a stardom girl? Is she a what? She is a J-pop <laughs> singer. She is a beautiful <laughs> J-pop singer, 52 years old. She's been doing it since 84. Oh. She was 18 years old. And she made one of the most beautiful songs in the world called Kaze Ni Naore, which is used yeah, as the entrance sure music did. for one of the scariest people in the world, Minoru Suzuki, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And that is my pick for today. Get up on Ayumi Nakamura, Kaze Ni Naore. Wow. This, this, is, this is a fantastic pick. So this is, yeah, this is a song. It looks like it came out 
did it come out in the 80s? Because I see there's a 1995 version. I wonder if there's like a, a long history on this one, but that is fantastic. No, yeah, that's when it came out. Yeah, okay. it came out in 95. Okay, wait. So here, let's let's listen to a little bit while while we talk about it. Thirtieth anniversary. Oh, oh, wait. Is this? Yeah, I, I hear it. I hear the. Oh yeah. The wind it has a little ambient intro. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's building up. It's building up. This song is a movement. This I'm fighting great. every fiber in my my being my being just to stop singing myself. Stop he, knows singing this. Vibes. he knows the vibes. <laughs> this is I like that this is just Japanese journey. Like it really it has that that same aesthetic. It really does, honestly. I can't front. And so Minoru Suzuki is he one of the most prominent wrestlers now, or was that was that at the same time, like in the nineties? Well, here's the thing about Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki is a professional wrestler a mixed martial art pioneer he uh, pretty much is the grandfather of mma one of them at least uh he was started at back in japan with the pancreas back in the uh, early 90s and it kind of took off and uh he has a real like win-loss record i pulled up the wikipedia is 30 and 20 and it's kind of okay. real so when you bring that to the wrestling world you kind of have like a, a level of prestige that you can actually kill a person honestly wow that's amazing. And, and is this is he still involved now? Like, is there because there's still like a pretty active Japanese wrestling, like pro wrestling circuit, right? Yep, he's 51 uh, this year, and he's still active. He's one of the best in the world. That's dope. I, I love it. This is this is really and honestly, this is hitting the spot. This is the part that matters right here. And it's just because that's the part that everyone screams whenever. Yeah, <laughs> right, baby. I was gonna say, do they do they play like a truncated version when he comes out, or does he absolutely he just not? Has... You do not cut off the song of the scariest person in the building. You, yeah. you let him take his very slow walk down to the <laughs> ring with his towel around his head, and then he claps to the song, and you sing Kaze Ninare with everyone else in the building because it's a moment. That is too funny. Now, and this was. I mean, they're they're not sort of linked. Like she didn't make the song for him. He just happened to choose this one. Or do we know? The story I read was that she is his favorite pop star, and then when he decided he was going to be an, uh, a fighter and a, a wrestler, he was like, I want her to do my entrance music. And then here we go. Kazi Nina Ray, I have to be the lonely warrior. That word. is fantastic. There's, I mean, I guess there's a little bit of a history of, uh, there it is, uh, of a couple... Like bands will do wrestling intro, like or at least the one I always know is the the Generation X, D Generation X, being the uh, is uh, Rage Against the Machine, right? Was that Rage? I thought so. Unless, of course, Haas will probably know better than I do. I need that. Uh, I I don't think that was gener- D Generation X. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe, I don't think that was Rage Against the Machine. It. Yeah, I was going to say that was like what they they snuck that on me. J- just because they Wait, just because they had the break it down, he's like, oh, that's rage against <laughs> that was the Chris Warren band, actually. Chris Warren. Oh yeah, there you go. Shout out to Chris Warren. <laughs> I Chris yeah, Warren, I, as you know, as you know, is Warren G's cousin. Ah, R.I.P. Chris Warren. 2016. <laughs> Damn. He's, he oh wow, yeah, he was young. 
He broke it down. Uh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, pretty uh, par for the course for this kind of this podcast. <laughs> the macabre comedy. I remember. Come here I do remember Limp Biscuit having a nice run with WWE songs and whatnot. Did they? Yeah, because they've been rolling. They they've been have. rolling for uh, for um, uh, Undertaker when he was American Badass. That uh, was Chris Rock. American I mean, Badass. Rock. Kid Rock. Wow. <laughs> that was Kid Rock when Chris Rock did, did Undertaker's music he was American Badass remember <laughs> I, I just like the idea of, of somebody's walkout music just being like a bit from a comedy album <laughs> just playing in the audio oh that was, uh, yeah. to be to be just because you guys made me bring up this I saw Prince Paul cut comedy albums together like they were like it was his DJ set and he was just cut comedy albums back to back like uh no like one liners and he would get them and then he would specific find one liners then he would segue them into the next one and like yo it was crazy i i if you ever have a chance to see because i think he said he's only doing that that one time <laughs> he, he was like i just wanted to try this out and he did that he legit did like i'm trying to remember one i think he did like uh chris rock into like an old Eddie Murphy jo- joke or something like that. And it was like perfect. That's hard. That is so good. I love it. <laughs> Shout the Prince Paul. Shout the DJ Paul from three, six mafia. They made Mark Henry's music. <laughs> <laughs> a segue. Uh, re- uh, rest in peace, Paul Walker. Ooh, Paul. rest in peace, Paul Walker. Uh, Walker, Texas Ranger is still going strong. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, is it? <laughs> I mean, he's still alive. <laughs> All right, facts. I was like, yeah. "Is the show on?" I thought I missed it. <laughs> All right. Well, very good. That was uh, just just to to so we remember that was to t- tell us the name one more time. Just Ayumi so Nakamura. Yeah, and that was Kaze Ninare. I love it. All right, that that's uh, our first pick from our guest Will. Now we're gonna throw it back to Haas. Haas, hit us with the second pick of the pot. Uh, my second pick is I don't know I may I may get flack for this but uh, I've been watching The Resident. I don't know if anybody's been uh, up on that. I think like mm-hmm. The Resident's a show on Fox and it is pretty intense. Uh, I don't know if anybody likes uh, medical dramas or like I was yeah, I was always yeah. a big fan of House. Like, I just okay. like the unorthodox, unorthodox way somebody fixes something. Even though House got, like, once you started getting past season three, it got really repetitive, where he just looks at something and goes, ah, I figured it out. Right. No, that's, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is not how this show is. Um, it's the, the, um, immediately brash and hits you in the face in the beginning. And I think it just keeps that momentum. And you grow with this character, Conrad, who was a field medic that he decided to work at a hospital so that he can uh, bring his expertise and try to help. But like in, in a world where, where we are right now in a world where we're just filled with medical dramas and, and like, I don't know you've seen that other show where it's like this kid that he's like a, he's like a prodigy medical guy or something like that, like a prodigy doctor. And I also felt like that was too like wishy washy, to me, this show is probably the best out of all of them. But I also feel like Fox 
takes a lot of slack because they make a ton of shows, but then they also cut them off. Like as uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine had that happen to it, like right. even though it was a great show. So I, I feel like people should get onto the show before it gets cut off because it's really good. The story's extremely cohesive, and it's and it's not like it, they talk about real matters and they make real things like real actions happen. Like you know how in um, Mr. Robot, like uh, Sam Eshmael, he his focus was like I want to really make sure that like when he's writing code, it's real. I don't know if you guys knew that. That's what he did. He like study code, hacking code to make no, sure. Yeah, so that he's like he didn't want to get ripped on Reddit. Uh, right, right. For just like doing some random. Yeah, instead of just writing like Lorem Ipsum all day, like he yeah. actually <laughs> for, for, he actually found real hacker code and got real hackers to write code for him, and he put that in the show to make it authentic. This show right. does very similar things, like uh, like uh, stuff that happens, or like people come in with like um, real problems, and then he's like his real care. You see it in his face of like. Oh, I want to yeah. help you. And then he goes through crazy shit and then they figure like it, it's they figure it out sometimes they don't. I'll tell I'll tell you that. There are some yeah. sad stories in this. So it, that's what I think it's it brings it above the the rest. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's it doesn't look like it's a it's not like super star studded. So it, it you know like the only name, I mean I not that I know a ton of actors, but the only name I really uh even recognize on the list is Malcolm Jamal Warner. Yeah, and he's um, not even he's only and he's not even a, a, a like part of the cast. He's like featuring Malcolm Jamal. Oh, interesting. So as, it's, that's an as interesting. AJ thing. the Raptor Austin. Yeah, um, the that the show like the Raptor. He has a he's nickname? like you. You can, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's his bite because <laughs> he has a big bite. That's what they, that's why they call him the Raptor. Um, wow. <laughs> the <laughs> I love the, <laughs> <reaction>. <laughs> the what I think is what I think is cool. I mean, I'm a I'm a big I'm big into shows that have uh, fe- uh strong black female leads in them. Um, and Fox has really been putting pushing for that in a couple of their shows. Like 911 is also another show that has a strong black female lead in it. Uh, but no disrespect, I, this, that sounds like the most workshop phrase you could ever think of to say. I know, yeah, for real. He was just running a focus group. Right? Slide, they're just sliding me. They're just sliding my. The money just hit my PayPal just now. <laughs> sounds um, like there's a strong black woman sitting right next to you. You have to say it. The 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 strong black woman lobby is really really got him got him in his pocket. <laughs> uh, I don't know, no, but but like I've been in in this big uh, push to try to breathe it, bring in more ethnicity into like my other stuff because I've always listened to hip hop and stuff like that. But then I realized like like I said this on the podcast before. I was like I've listened. I only listen. I've recently realized that I only listen to white guys and or or yeah. yeah it was mostly just white guys, and I was just like I got to change this. So it's, I just it's brought very easy to fall else. into that pattern with podcasts. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's uh but, yeah, yeah but, but that's this, my this pick. Looks great. So, um yeah, I, I think this is probably it, it sounds like it's already good and maybe it just needs it needs the the Haas bump. So that way it doesn't doesn't get canceled by mean old fox. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> 
<laughs> I, I hopefully people don't lambaste me for this. The, the resident what? Why? So <laughs> <laughs> that'll be your nickname now, Haas the Resident. Yeah, the Resident. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I think it's good. I, I you know I I was always a, a Scrubs fan, so that that's oh, my yeah. entree into medical uh, shows. And you know how real that show was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was all based on facts. <laughs> you know, I I always appreciated it because it did. Even though it was not, you know, it certainly wasn't a hard-nosed uh, medical drama. It did, it did kind of tap into enough of it, and and especially like the human side. And I think that's a, that's always something that it sounds like this show gets it. it sounds like House got that. You know, when the, if the medical gets a little too, like sometimes you can get a little too in the weeds if you get a little too specific. Sometimes you got to have the emotion kind of lead. You need an you need an Elliot to soften things up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that. You need JD to be all depressed and then in his head the entire show. And then have your black friends start dancing out with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> strong oh, black. That's a, they had a strong black lead in that one. All right. Yes. Turk was very strong. They gave him diabetes yes. too. So, I mean, it was it was accurate. Yeah, he didn't have diabetes. He didn't have diabetes. He had the sugar. The sugar. That was it. That was it. <laughs> All right. Well, very good. This is the resident on Fox. Uh, I think it when's it air usually? Is it a Sunday show? Uh, Mondays. Mondays. Mondays at nine. So I never right, get to so see it because I'm watching uh, wrestling. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's Raw or uh, Monday Night Raw, right? Yeah. There Pops, you go. Do you really watch Raw? Right. I I DVR okay. so that like I don't I don't start it as I'm doing it. I'll just watch it. For like, I watch the first. You always have to watch the first fifteen, first fifteen minutes. Okay. Watch the first fifteen minutes, and then I skip every match that I don't like. There you go. And then I just go, okay, 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 and then that's it. <laughs> I was just making sure you weren't burning a full three hours because it's it's sad, man. I've been there every day, every day, full three hours. <laughs> I was doing that for a minute, like, nah, I can't do this anymore. We got a DVR, <laughs> give it an hour and a half delay, and, and do the job. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, Willie Jilly, it's it's your time to shine. Your final pick, your your second pick, second and final. Yes, of the podcast, hit us with it. You you, you alluded to what it might be about, so let's hear yes. it. Yes, so okay, the first one was the wrestling, so this one will be the hip hop pick, and this one mm-hmm. is get up on sex workers as legitimate hip hop artists because Cardi B won a Grammy. She's lit. I love it. So, so you're saying you now? Are there other sex workers that I'm not outing anybody? Rapping? I'm not going to out anybody, but I mean, that's, that's, that's <laughs> he that's found a, my page. I'm, he found my page. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing that's been happening in hip hop. You know, like people do things and then they, you know, they usually just don't become artists afterwards. But you remember uh, Superhead? She was a sex worker that turned out to be uh, an author later down the line. Uh, yeah. There was rumors about people, but uh, I don't think Game really was a stripper. He wasn't really a stripper, though, right? That was just a sh- uh, Photoshop. Get, you mean I like think... Jason Taylor, the game? Yeah, right. Remember that back in the in the, in the, the G Unit Beef era? Yeah, I don't know if that was real. I remember. Or... I remember. I don't know. I I think that's just Fifty China like star shit. So Probably. I, don't I ain't know. gonna put that on him. He's a real tough guy. I don't need that smoke. But um, <laughs> but yeah, Cardi solidifies it, and then now there's a bunch of other, you know, dancers and whatnot who want to be on. So it's it's going to keep happening. No, that's like a, that's Riley Reed. 
Oh, that, oh yo, who's, who's that? Who's y'all put me who's... on to that and that made me sad, but I laughed at it and watched it again. <laughs> and then got sad and was like, Oh, what is this happening? And watch it again. No, don't play it. Do not play nah, it. Don't don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Wait, I, I was just I was just searching because I don't know who that did I miss this in the in the chat? Yeah. Yeah, you sure did. So uh she's in If you just put story. Riley Reed <laughs> who has Riley Reed a rap freestyle and she did not cut any of the niggas out of it <laughs> oh oh i did hear yeah. about that i did not i i think i specific oh, there it is right there, right there. there. there 1.5 m shout out to her that's terrible <laughs> but damn that wow so she she just it just it's a freestyle it's not like she's just reciting somebody else's written verse no it just those are written it was written those are written that's written it, wait is that a nas reference <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait that that is something wait and this came up i feel like this came up in in the disco in, in another context riley yeah, why did why, that why come i feel up? like I, it came may, up may, is that jensen's cousin it came up because her sister or whatever no no Jens, jensen's cousin is uh lexi bell uh okay. lexi bell right the, lexi bell no bars no bars no bars <laughs> no bars um <laughs> So it came up because Destro dropped the M bomb because he was quoting. Oh yeah. Um, oh right, right. And then, shout out to the Vega brothers. The so then I was just like, is this quoting? And I posted this video of her dropping the, the N word. <laughs> <laughs> I love the it. comments. The, the comments place. are the best in that video. Oh, it, in the video. Yeah, the comments are the best. They're oh, like. Man. The best one is like, how many dicks did she suck to get this nigga passed? And I, mean, I was just like, <laughs> dying. It's, it's all good, man. <laughs> also, I do like that she's rapping in front of two guitars. That's a, the classic hip hop backdrop. You know it. That's that was how it was written. Was written. There you go. <laughs> That's a cool modi. O- only rapped right, right next to his acoustic guitar. You did collection. how you like me now in front of a bunch of. I can't yeah, a bunch of, a bunch of Gibsons. Oh, it's basically. He was basically inside of a guitar center. And he was just... This is... This shout out to Cowboy Troy. Shout out to Cowboy Troy. Do you have anybody, Will? What's that? Do you have anybody that you listen to? Do I have any... Wait, do I have any what that I listen to? Do you have anybody that you listen to that's a sex worker? Okay, that is what you were asking. Uh, Well, besides like Cardi, nah, she's pretty much the one. There's other people who are alleged, but I don't know that to be fact. Uh, There's a bunch of them on Instagram now. You'll pop up. So you consider... you consider strippers as sex workers? Oh, yeah. Everybody who did works at adult film stars, strippers, all of that. All the exotic stuff, all the adult stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, all, all that sort of falls on it's And especially, you, you can call it care work. I mean, it yeah. really is care work. in, in, in yeah, that you know, whole sort of... Home care, health care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it inclusive, you know? All the, all the yeah. folks who would otherwise be shunned into a, a subcategory that may or may not have bars. I, th- I think we need somebody, we need an MC to come out of the kink community. Like somebody who's just like, <laughs> you know, fully into the whips and chains and, and dungeons <laughs> and just like dropping, dropping the hottest mixtape. MC Gimp. Oh Mads. my God. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I just want, think, I just I, want a, oh, it's, go, go ahead. I, I want a furry to come. Like there's already a oh, furry yeah. gamer that's like winning all these tournaments. So now we just need a furry rapper that's like just owning it i love it 
Also, also, I think I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one out for free. Basically, at some point, somebody needs a line where it's like, t- put it on wax and then drip the wax on you. <laughs> that's gonna be you. Be <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be you. <laughs> you guys, this is, this is actually uh, this is why I call you. His <laughs> second pick, your first pick, his <laughs> first pick. All right, well, let's take uh, let's take another break and then we will come back with my one pick of the podcast. My, my one half of the man pick. This is Get Up On This. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to Get Up On This. It's your guest, Will G, in the building. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? That was so pro. That was so, I, I, I knew we brought I'm you in for a reason. I'm trying to segue to the banter, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the most podcast thing ever, anybody's ever said. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, I, uh, so it is. It's my one pick, and I, I have yep. a drop. I'm, I have a drop that I'm gonna. I'm gonna play into the into the mic just so you guys can hear it as well because I, I think you're gonna laugh. All right, here we go. One, two. <laughs> that that's that. If you don't already oh know, oh my god, that is, that is a classic. That is that is Jensen Carp with with several rappers on the track. <laughs> Self titled, fabulous, Red Man. It's uh, that is that's Blau. In case you never heard it, this is your boy Fresh Poetic on the ones and also the twos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have a pick today that uh, I share. I, I you know I. It, I talked about it a little bit on the disco, but it, it, it got only a little bit of discussion. So I think it's probably worth getting into it for a little longer. And uh, you guys can tell me if you've heard of it. It's Fake Spot. Nah, never and heard of this. Never heard of it? Uh-uh. Oh, I didn't man, even I'm see so it excited. in the disco. I'm, I'm so excited to get, get you guys up on this. And I think, I, I, I think it's a perfect pick in that I think it's going to be ubiquitous at some point. So Fake Spot is a site and basically a database uh, and a tool that you can use to go onto other websites and check the veracity of their reviews. And so this is most commonly used for me on Amazon. So you can go on Amazon, find something that, you know, maybe it has like five-star review, 300 reviews. It looks all good, but if you put it into FakeSpot, it'll give you a grade that shows you what the reliability of those reviews is and then gives you an adjusted score for that item. And so this works on Amazon. It works on Best Buy. It works on Sephora, if that's your game. It works on uh, Steam, if you're buying games on Steam. On TripAdvisor, if you're checking out like events or uh, hotels. Yelp, it even does, and Walmart. So these are all websites where if you get the product page or some or the review page and you put the link in, you can just go to fakespot.com, put the link into the field, hit analyze, and it'll give you a review showing you why, and, and it explains why they think that some of the reviews are fake or if they're real and gives you the grade and all that. And I have found it to be one of the most valuable Items because I, I tell me if you guys do this as well, but you know, there's a lot of stuff that you buy on Amazon where you get like the you get the brand X version, you know, a cable, you might get like a like a little clip for your I don't know if you're doing music stuff. This will give you a reliable 
way of checking, hey, is this little Brand X thing that has five-star reviews and 2,000 reviews on it, is that really, really it? That's hard, though. And so I I love it. And there's a plug-in, so uh, you can get it on, on your computer where it will just populate the grade. Like, it'll show you that the as you're scrolling through Amazon, it'll say A, if it's, or it'll show you D if it's, if it's bad. And also on your phone, you can install the app and basically just adds a button. Uh, this is on iOS. You can hit the share button. And on there, there's a little uh, fake spot analyze button where you tap that. It'll just take the URL, put it into fake spot immediately and give you the review. That's a good game. Wow. You saved the this is a, yeah, you sure did. You, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just think it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, I mean, I, I, are you guys frequent online shoppers? Oh, for sure. Oh, I mean, have I, I've never even seen outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it, I mean, of course, you know, uh, this is, this is the way I think most of us, you know, certainly our age of cohort, maybe even older, uh, certainly younger, you know, buying online and, and there's, they're getting tricky with it. At least in my experience, there's a lot of ways that, uh, you know, uh, unscrupulous sellers on Amazon or even on Yelp are like trying to either bump up or bump down the, the reviews on items or places. And so, you know, you just gotta, you gotta evolve with the roll with the punches. And I feel like this is the, the, the best counter punch. Uh, it's not perfect. There are some that I have identified where, and this is a real thing, on Amazon, if you see something has like a really great review and it's sort of random, like this happened to me, don't ask me why, I was searching for a uh, fat freezer. Uh, do you, do you know about fat? How are you going to say that and say, <laughs> don't ask me why? <laughs> no, I, I said, don't ask the backstory. I, 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 it basically, it's a device where, you, have you heard about cold, cool sculpting? Yeah, I've seen <laughs> I've seen the ads on the train, and I go, yes. that looks like bullshit. Well, it's, well, it's basically I don't I don't I'm not going to comment on the you know efficacy of actually doing it, but it's basically like a new version of liposuction where you freeze your fat, it kills the fat cells, and then they I guess they just eventually just I don't know come out in your stool or something. I I have no idea where they go, but apparently you're supposed to like freeze them, and then uh, there's now a take home device where how is that even possible? That's not even any any of that is not even connected. There's How is that possible? Gel packs and there's like a whole thing. <laughs> but I was I happened to get on the page for this uh, for the for the fat freezer that you can buy on Amazon. It had great reviews and I put it into Fake Spot just out of curiosity and it actually said it was A. It said, "Oh my god, this is perfect." And then what I did was actually went into the reviews just to read because I'm like, "What do people like I want to see the stories. How do people actually use this effectively? And if you go down like a couple reviews, the reviews are all for something that is not the fat freezer. And so what the huh. fat freezer did was they bought basically the space that already had like a thousand good reviews of some other product. And then they just switched it out and said, oh, now it's the fat freezer. So fake spot can't help you in those situations. These are got to be a little cagey, but they're getting because there's just like a crazy amount of trying to get it get one over on the consumers on these pages now so you just uh but fake spot i think in in most circumstances especially if it's if it can tell that the reviews are not bona fide it, it will uh it, it will snuff them out for you so how many of those fat freezes did you buy you bought six or seven <laughs> <laughs> just off you the know, reviews I, alone for the the table that that used to be there <laughs> i you know i I wouldn't be against, you know, I, I've, I always thought it would be fun to do a, a YouTube series where I 
try products, you know, like as seen on TV products and use it exactly the way that it describes it. You know, like if you use the 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 product that uh, is supposed to like sit on your waist and like reduce your your love handles. You got to like it says you also have to have like a crazy good diet. So if you did it exactly the way, would it actually help you? And the fat freezer will be the first one I try. <laughs> no. The, the, that that freezer. idea, I think did you really spend a hundred dollars on this thing to strap to your stomach? I I didn't buy it. I I just I, like I said, I just happened to be on the page. Haas, have you seen this thing yet? <laughs> no. It looks like a like a cheese grater that you wear on your midsection. You you looked it up? Oh, I have it on my phone. It looks wild, man. It's like a mini air conditioner <laughs> fanny pack. It's it's the oh future, man. This is how this is how you're gonna stay look looking looking sharp, stay fitting in those pants. I'm gonna have to YouTube this. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, this that has those were our five picks, and uh, now we want to talk a little bit about you know we're not always up on everything. We sometimes we're a little late to the game on a couple things. This is uh, late up on this, and at this moment, we'll probably splice in. Actually, you know, we can just we can just move on. We don't need a song. <laughs> we, we don't need a song. <laughs> we don't need a song by that unnamed rapper. Oh, you didn't have to. Do yeah, that exactly. <laughs> it's all peace. Shout out to Sean Collins. He's the guy. <laughs> Shout out to Big Ash. Yeah, I mean, oh, see, look at you. You're taking shots. I think. Ow! <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't know if he goes by Ash. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to text him right now? He'll. I'll find yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I anyway, got it when I met him and Jensen at the same thing. There you go. <laughs> anyway, Haas, do you want to uh, kick us off? What's what's your laid up on? My laid up on is do, is a big thanks to Mr. Willie G over here. Uh, Conway put <laughs> put out this album that I can't stop listening to. That is just eat. It's called Eat What What You Kill. Um, he has a song on there called Fentanyl, and I've been playing it nonstop. Oh wow, very good. And, and wait, is this uh, every? Oh, eat what you kill. Everybody is food too. Eat what yes. you kill. Okay, very good. Conway, and what's is this? What what's like the subgenre of hip hop? This is Griselda baby. Uh, Griselda baby. Pretty much is hardcore New York based. You know, yeah, that okay. throwback that happens to be signed to Eminem somehow. Oh, really? yeah, they they're like under shady mm-hmm. and like they, but they 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 so have full control over their their stuff, so they could just put out whatever they want. So they've been putting out these albums. They like okay. put out like six albums last year or something like that, oh, yeah. and they just n- nonstop working. Uh, it's three guys: it's Conway, uh, the Machine, Westside Gun, and Benny the Butcher, and these guys are just—they just got bars for days. And I mean, it's all real stuff. Oh yeah, Derringer's the producer, and he—but it looks like they got uh, Alchemist on it as well. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They They got a lot of—they got a lot of Alchemist beats on. Uh, Conway works with Alchemist because apparently he hangs out with Action. I don't know. He said that in a song, but it's dope. Uh, oh, also, uh, speaking of Little Brother, there is a beat by Crisis. There you go. Justice League. Uh, Crisis on the boards. I so, love it. I mean, okay. that's so my Kanye, pick. eat, or Conway. Conway, eat what you kill. Uh, the whole album is really good. 
Will, Will, did you hear it? Did you listen to this album? Of course, of course. I was heavy on my West Side Gun for last year with his his very problematic uh, culmination to the, the, the <laughs> I don't even want to know what to call it. I mean, the Hitler series, I guess. But uh, <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, I mean that's it's what it Triple was. H. That's what it was it's, called. But I mean, um, it's Triple H. Yeah, yeah, Triple H, here you go. And then, uh, I mean, I like Benny a lot, too, though. Benny's hard. Oh, yeah. I think Benny, Benny out of the three, has the most bars about, like, uh, life. Because Westside and Conway, they were in the game longer. But I think Benny was, like, the one watching everybody. So I think he's got a lot to talk about. And then, like, when he eventually got into the game, uh, and Derek, we're talking about, the Coke game or the crack game. <laughs> that <Buffalo drug> game. <laughs> yeah, the Buffalo drug game. Um, like, uh, Benny went from watching everybody to just becoming, like, no, he knew what to do once he got into it. And then, you know, they, they, all these guys did time. All these guys, they, they, they live what they rap, you know, as some people say in the Discord, uh, <laughs> they want to hear real rap, real, uh, Real lyrics that really happen. Really, that shit they rap about. This is all that. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, very good. All right. Well, my my late up on this time is uh, it's t- television show. Uh, I just got up on it. it it's a Emmy award winning show, oh. and it is called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel oh. on Amazon Prime. Amazon original show that I I've heard of it for. I mean, I think it's been out. Probably like three years now, maybe maybe two, and uh, co- comedy about it was sort of a comedy drama about mm-hmm. a woman who in 1958 New York divorces her husband and becomes a stand-up comedian. Interesting. So yeah, it's actually really great, and it's uh, the uh, the the main character is played by uh, Rachel Brosnahan. Right. Uh, she used to be yeah, on SNL. Right. Okay. I th- I think right? so. Yeah. And then there's also uh, Alex Borstein who plays Lois on Family Guy is also the uh, sort of. Oh no, that's what I'm confusing. Of... That's what I'm confusing. Uh, oh, okay. Alex Borstein, who used to yeah, be on SNL. Mad TV. Yeah. Mad yeah, TV. I... There we go. My bad. I was gonna say I I was like I don't remember being yeah, on SNL, like, but SNL I didn't watch SNL for deep. many years. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's uh, yeah, my fault. It, it is great. I, I do highly recommend it if you if you want a good, uh, well made show, well acted, um, and very. It's it's just fun. It, you know, they they have Lenny Bruce as a character at one point, so you kind of see a little bit of what it was like. I didn't really think that stand up was like around in the fifties, like other than like Bob. Me Hope. neither. So yeah. So it it kind of gives you a little bit. It's 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 fictional, but it, I think it's based on a lot of real stuff. That's that's a great pick. Well, thank you, thank you. All right, well, my late up on is Jaden Smith being the god. Yo, oh, let's go. It's kind of full circle, man. Late. Jaden Smith. <laughs> yeah, Jensen this was not wrong. This was a pick. I think Jensen was not wow. wrong. Jensen Jaden was definitely Smith not wrong. And Jaden Smith has now, flames. I listen to a lot of Young so Thugs, so that Sin song comes on a lot. Uh huh. Oh, was there? Was did was Jaden on on a, a recent Thugger song? Oh, what? Oh yeah, the the joint with the I, uh, Elton I, John song. Oh, I see. I, I missed it entirely. Now, now I know I'm late on it. That's not Barter. What's it called? Nah, like, that was the, the, the was most it? recent one. That wasn't on the run. That was uh, I gotta look it up real quick. I was gonna buy. I got you right now. 
I got you. Boom. That that is fantastic though. Yeah, I, yeah, I was on the you run. Know, I really was. Yeah, Sin. That, Sin that, is on on the run. Yeah. I was gonna say I remember at the time before even before not not to toot my own horn, but I listened to the Jaden mixtape before Jensen brought him up on the show you go. because <laughs> mostly because Jaden stole beats uh, from the Stuyvesants, who is a duo in New York who made the, all the beats. And so that, there was like a big kerfuffle that Jaden was just, you know, this rich kid who took these beats wrapped on it. I thought it was hot. You know, I liked the way they did it, but it was, it was probably like a month before Jensen brought him up. And then I was like, yeah, I could see it. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I think, I think, but I also think that he he started off real rough, and then I think he just like he he got into his zone, like as opposed to, you know, I mean, I think it, to be honest, you could compare it to Malcolmore. Like Malcolmore was this big political rapper that decided mm-hmm. to be like, you know what, I'm gonna just like do what I want to do, or yeah make this money i don't know but i think it was like Jaden just had that that that's that switch in his head went off like yo i got this idea let me like make music this way and i think it's just really paying off and and it's all good yeah. like it's that's just the hard part it's the hard to it's the, it's the hard part because when you watch him do other stuff like talk you're like please chill out <laughs> or tweet and all, with every capital letter at the, at yeah. the beginning of the word that, he's that one of those me. guys like if i ever met him i'd be like listen let me just take you under my wing for like a good month you, you will level wing. out taking rich people under their wing to make them better <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, that great pick, Will. Um, and I think that pretty much brings us to the end. This is uh, this has been fun. I can't believe we did our, our own episode. We did our own episode. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, of course. Yeah. All right, uh, Will, uh, tell us where we can find you on the internet, on social media. Yeah, you can just find me at Gentleman G on Instagram. It's pretty much where I'm at. Uh, you can hear me on T.Y.'s album on March 10th. He has one coming out, so be on the lookout and support our good brother. Excited. And uh, yeah. that's, uh, that's pretty much all I got, folks. All right, fantastic. Haas, where we can find you? You can find me at whoishaas on Instagram. Uh, yeah, mostly because my tweets are usually just me uh, tweeting at the Nike account like why didn't i get these sneakers but so <laughs> uh derek what about you you can find me online uh in a couple places mostly derek lipkin i'm the only derek lipkin that has ever existed and which is really? amazing to me but if you search derek lipkin you have you'll find you have me. a dentist name like i <laughs> that's a legit there's, dentist there's name. a lot of david lipkins that's my dad and and there's a lot of david lipkins who are lawyers and dentists but there's never been another even alternate spelling so just search derek lipkin or you can always find me at fresh poetic i think i'm the only fresh poetic out there as well i kind of picked that intentionally knowing that nobody else had chose that particular combination uh but yeah um, twitter facebook all that places you, you can find me and then also join the discord Disco buttons. Yeah. Let's get it going. Uh, this is uh, the best way to get to it is go on Twitter, twitter.com slash Mr. Matt Robinson. Even though he doesn't tweet anymore, he still has his profile. And in the profile is an invitation link to the Discord. Click that. Make your name. Come join us. We have a fun time. We talk about the pod. We make the pod. It's great. There you go. You, you, you also might get nominated to make your own picks in the Disco Bun Picks channel. Yeah. So get excited. 
we will also probably do more of these. So keep listening to us. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, it's, this is going to be so fun. We're just going to be, you know, we're just having a good time. Anyway, thank you, William Giovanni. Thank you both. Thank you, thank you Haas, well. for joining. And, uh, yeah, this has been Get Up On This, the underground yeah. version. The underground version. <laughs> underground version. T.Y., take us out. I, I, I want to know what's popping. I, I want to know what's hip. I, I, I want to know what's on the rise. I, I want to know what's lit. You're in luck. Then Ali's going to tell you what is cracker lacking. Aaron's going to tell you what.